0: On the Brevity Code podcast, we'll explore a wide range of topics from the very people that give form and color to our world. We'll hear from artists, brand builders, industry leaders, pro athletes, fitness and endurance coaches, philanthropists, entrepreneurs, and many others. Through their actions, they enrich us with their vision, creativity, and bravery. Our guests have all been successful by flying in the face of conventional wisdom. We'll learn from them the ways in which we can apply that very knowledge to our own path and toward our own self-fulfillment. All right, guys. Today, welcome to Brevity Code Podcast. I've got an exciting guest, um, Jay Marinak. If you haven't seen this guy on Instagram and watched what this guy can do, you need to stop what you're doing right now and check it out. So it's Fit. Um, he's a certified trainer and corrective exercise specialist. He's got an interesting story, and we're gonna dive into all of that today. But like I said, get the visual, pull that thing up while you're listening to this. It's unbelievable what this guy can do with his body, and I just want to know how. So please welcome to the show, Jay. What is up? What's happening, my man? Um, so you know, I think probably like most people, I found you. Uh, by a buddy sending me a text with some expletive saying, do you've got to see what this guy is doing?" And <laughs> sure enough, you know you, you I looked on Instagram and I, I think the first the first exercise I saw you doing was you had a, a climbing rope, one in each hand, and a med ball, and you were close to the wall, and you were doing like a a med ball kick to the walls bouncing off the wall back into your in between your legs and either that one or I might there there might be another one but you were doing a muscle up after that or before that as you're climbing um
1: yeah yeah that's the old uh wall ball rope climb
0: <laughs> that about like three people in the United States can do i, I mean, it's just it's unbelievable so what when you when you're doing some of this stuff like like how does some of these I assume you're 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 doing modifications of things that are existing um are you are you doing any movements that are sort of your own incarnations and if so, how do you where does that come from
1: yeah i i mean I feel like not I feel like it's pretty difficult to be completely unique you know and so I definitely find inspiration from, from other people on Instagram, you know, it could just be a random thing that I see come up on like my search engine or whatever. And yeah, so then I just, I don't know, I kind of view it as some of my training is kind of like an art, you know, so it's, it's like I get inspiration and then I kind of build on it and kind of create my own, my own thing with it. And, you know, it's so like a move like that, you know, I think, you know, a long time ago, I saw someone doing, um, something along the lines of like they're on a pull-up bar and they're hanging with a ball between their legs and they would throw it over the pull-up bar with their feet and then swing around and catch it, you know? And right. I've never seen that one thing and like trying that and then just, you know, a plethora of other things just kind of evolved from, from that one thing that I saw, you know? And, uh, so yeah, you know, the, the wall ball rope climb, I have a unique setup in my gym. So yeah, I do feel like this kind of like my, one of my moves I've really seen, Anyone else doing it? Um, right. Yeah, it's kind of how it goes, man. I just sometimes I'm flown with a lot of inspiration and and be able to create a lot of unique movement and have fun with it. And other times I don't have much at all. Well, <laughs> yeah, struggling to find, find ideas, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I. <laughs> wow, your your struggle would be another man's victory. But I, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, listen. But that's a that's a good so there's, there's obviously when, when we go to the gym, we all have the things that we have, um, that we prefer to do that. Maybe our body feels comfortable with particular movement. Um, as I watch yours and I just think like, I mean, literally I can, I can do a very small percent of that stuff, but I'm wondering what, if, if any of that stuff that you're doing that you're like, oh man, this is my least or less, you know, it's a lower body day or whatever those things are. You're like, I really, this is like my nemesis day. Like what are some of those things that you know, as crazy as the stuff you're doing and you do it well and everything's well executed in perfect form, but there's got to be those workouts that you're just like, oh, this is not, I'm uh, not a big fan of this, but I know I got to do it.
1: Hmm, That's a, that's a good question, you know,
0: <laughs> or do you just love it all?
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I, my, my, my training has just evolved a ton, you know, there was a, definitely a time when I was into, sorry, my dog is just talking away over here <laughs> um there was a time where you know i was doing crossfit and you know really involved in that and you know and w- when i was doing that and trying you know I was getting a little bit into competing with it you know there are a lot of there are probably a bunch of different movements that that i kind of didn't like yeah. know, like overhead squats and like you yeah, know the only really lifting. inflexible yeah yeah you know i'm like kind of lacking in mobility so like you know yeah, movements like that overhead movements and Um, I think also anything like pushing, anything that's pushing my heart rate to freaking one ninety, I generally don't (laughs) like at all. Um, so, you know, as my training has evolved, you know, I generally, I don't know, I feel like I've kind of created like a, you know, of, um, putting in hard work, you know, but, you know, training really smart, you know, within that, that work and, and also enjoying, enjoying the workouts, you know, so yeah. I do, I am kind of in a place now where I don't, I don't have anything that I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I definitely, I have my moments in workouts where I'm like, fuck, Yeah. 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 <laughs> it sucks, you know, but, yeah. um, I generally enjoy most of what I do. And yeah. I think that's so important when, when training and then especially thinking about like longevity.
0: So two points on that, um, yeah, I mean, the high heart rate stuff, obviously, I don't know who is a fan of that, you know, the getting your going full red line. Um, and longevity. Um, when I watch some of the explosive movements that you do, um, I I mean, I kind of get, I cringe because it looks like I would rip, like you do this where you, um, it's an explosive movement where you you do like a, a Superman push-up and you have four plates that are on their sort of vertical axis and you you do a superman explosive fully extended out you're way above the plates and then you land like a little supple cat on top of the four (laughs) plates touching all of the four limbs on and I, i feel like i would rip my shoulders out of the sockets on that move and some of the other stuff too do you get injured have you experienced injury with these movements are you is it sort of like that Your body's so patterned and so conditioned that, and you're such a well oiled machine with it that you really don't get injured.
1: Well, you know, uh, there's definitely a time when, you know, where I was, you know, in the past five years, overtraining a lot, you know, really just like, really in this like crazy mode of like, I have to just see how much crazy stuff I can do, you know? And yeah, you know, I definitely experienced a lot of injury. Um, Nothing like major, major, but. Yeah, I was always kind of feeling beat up. Uh, a lot of joint pain, you know, elbow tendinitis. You know, kind of some like classic, common injuries that you see with overtraining, overuse.
0: And when you say overtraining, I mean, are you a couple hours a day? Like, what for the average Joe? I think overtraining would probably be anything over a half an hour. But what, you know, what 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 is?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like when I, mean? when I think of overtraining, I don't necessarily think about duration. Mm-hmm. I think more about just volume.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I, I wouldn't say like, I get that question a lot on Instagram. How How long do you train? Because I think people have this idea that, you know, to be, like, really fit, you have to train for three hours a day, seven days a week, and it's just not true. I mean, at least not for me. So, I was just training with too much volume, just putting constant, constant pressure on my body, Mm -hmm. not listening to my body, you know, that kind of thing, as opposed to training three hours a day, you know?
0: And, And you're does your workouts include, obviously there's a lot of core and sort of just uh, using your, your body as the resistance and the measure. Um, did you do things, do you incorporate things like, um, you know, an aerodyne bike or swimming or running maybe back in, in sort of the CrossFit competition things. And I don't want to get ahead because I want to actually jump backwards here at some point. We're going to sort of trace your whole path, but um, <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know, this is a super interesting topic for me. So I wanted to dive a little bit straight in to give the guys uh, that are listening and gals, you know, a taste um, of, of how you think and how you execute. And then I kind of want to move backwards and, and, and trace your story. But so let's, let's, sure. so to the question on, you know, adding in the endurance elements or the, you know, what is the, what is the ratio for a weight day versus do you do cardio days? Is that important?
1: Um, I've gotten more out of the the repetition of of doing, you know, like strength days and you know, maybe more endurance based days, more metabolic conditioning days. I've kinda of broken out of that a bit and I've I've kind of I don't do a ton of endurance work. Like I'm not really doing a ton of like aerodyne sprint mm-hmm. intervals or rowing intervals. I generally use those those implements as, as warm up tools and, Mm-hmm. And stuff like that at this point, um so i generally I've been structuring my workouts a lot like i I'm, I'm big into you know functional movement you know kettlebells, dumbbells, uh, I do like doing some conventional lifting as well, um, and I also like doing just like you know dance core movements, uh, things that are kind of outside the box and so I've generally been structuring my workouts so as kind of looking like a bodybuilding workout. So, for instance, like, you see some of the crazy stuff that I'm doing. I, I, I try to take that stuff and I kind of um, put it into sets um, of three to four, um, you know, ranges from, like, 8 to 15 reps or 8 to 12 reps. And, and I kind of uh, like that structure with doing all these different movements because it allows me to get my heart rate high to I'm definitely burning fat, you know, burning a lot of calories, but I'm not, I'm not so high that I'm so exhausted that I can't maintain form and that kind of thing. Right. So uh, I'm in a stage now where it's, I like to just um, make things hard for sure, but keep things just more controlled um, as uh, a way to, to build the body up, build strength, build muscle, be burning fat and yet, you know, reducing injury. You know, because like once I, once I hit 30 years old, you know, I'm 32 now. Once I hit right around 30, I feel like my body just wasn't recovering the same way. You know, I wasn't... Um, dude, you should try 45. More these, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was getting into, like, this, this repetitive, you know, like we kind of talked about earlier, you know, injury cycle. You know, I was constantly feeling beat up and all this stuff. So I just kind of, like, I was like, dude, I need to... I need to change something because I'm, I'm going to be so wrecked by the time I'm 40 years old, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, that's kind of how, where I'm at now. I kind of like to do, like, for the, for any of the listeners, like, a, a way to structure a week, like, a week's worth of workouts for me might be, like, a full body weight and body weight day, like, a push-pull, maybe bodybuilding kind of structured uh, hypertrophy day, um, a day of mo- mobility work.
0: What is hypertrophy? Um, what do you when you when you're referencing that? What are you getting at exactly? What does that mean?
1: Yes, yeah, so hypertrophy is generally anywhere from eight to twelve reps. Um, it's considered like hypertrophy training. Okay. Um, hypertrophy training is known to has been proven to you know lots of studies on it, to actually build muscle as opposed to build strength or build endurance. So, like you know, kind of go into like our basic you know uh, our basic physiological science. of of lifting so yeah i'm kind of in a stage now where i I like to just you know build build like i'm not doing a ton of you know one to five like super heavy reps of anything you know right right i find it safer for me and i find i'm able to maintain that kind of structure you know all the time yeah for
0: sure And, and by the way we're gonna we're gonna come back to this too and we'll talk about um, you know, your workout plan and that it's available to our listeners uh, and your fans. We'll get into what those look like in terms of, you know, can, a, can an average Joe do it? Can a guy off the couch, you know, get into shape, you know, and or and or is this for more of an elite level? So we'll cover that. So maybe this is a good opportunity to let's take a few steps back and and talk about you in your more formative years coming up. Um, you are, you're sober, right? You're how many years?
1: Uh, I'm on, I'm on my, uh, 12th year.
0: 12th year. Yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, man. So you obviously growing up, you had a lot of athletic ability. A lot of that, a lot of what we see is obviously dedication, hard work, and a ton of training and repetition, but there's some gift there. There's some great genetic gift. Um, so you, you played... Baseball in school is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was a, you know, I mean, I was a classic. Like played soccer as a as a youngster, and then yeah, baseball was my main sport. I played baseball up until I was about thirteen. Yeah, okay. So that was that was my main jam.
0: And then you kind of uh, fell into the the wayward crowd and and made some decisions that led you to um, a, a path um, that obviously was not it was the opposite of i think where you where you find yourself today how do you get into fitness from a place where you're sort of destroying your body to where you're at this optimal peak level today and obviously it doesn't happen overnight right it's baby steps so yeah. what are, what are the first things you do and how do you discover fitness as an outlet for you know maybe it's a means of your recovery
1: yeah i mean it's definitely a very loaded Question. Right. You know, I could definitely probably talk for like twenty five minutes straight just on, on that uh, on that question. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, I pursued a life of, of partying and really just destroying myself. And by the time I was twenty years old, I was completely destroyed. You know, I was <clears throat> unemployable. You know, I was basically living in my car, sleeping on a friends' couches, just heavily addicted. Man, I mean, constantly in blackouts and selling drugs to, to try to keep my habit up and, mm. and, you know, but eventually, you know, thank God, you know, I hit hit a bottom and I was desperate enough to reach out for help and get mm-hmm. some help. And, you know, when I, when I got sober and I <clears throat> first started kind of my journey in sobriety, you know, I just, I had nothing to do. You know, I had nothing to do and it was difficult to stay away from the old life of, you know, be around your friends. I mean, I was a young guy, and you know, I was yeah. 20 years old. Like your life or my life at that point was very much centered around hanging out, being with friends. You know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. And so it was very difficult, and so I needed I needed something. You know, so I remember, uh, yeah, getting into martial arts. I remember joining Planet Fitness, and you know, I was still smoking a pack and a half a day. You know, <laughs> trying to get the gym, and I was taking karate. You know, I was just, I needed something, you know, and so that's kind of, that's kind of the process, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I got nothing to do, nothing to look forward to, or so I thought, you know, or so I felt at the time, and I was like, I need hmm. something, you know, and I was always an athlete, you know, I always loved sports and stuff, so I was like, yeah, you know what, I got to get into something, so okay. that's kind of how it went down. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so along the way, you know, you mentioned, you know, the martial arts, did the sort of discipline, And structure. Um did did that did that play into some of the positive effects too? And did did you did you have a mentor along the way at some point that that you could grab onto and that furthered your athletic pursuits or did you just you kinda hit a level and then you you just kinda kept going up levels. Like how how does that evolution occur? Yeah,
1: that's a good that's a good one too. I like that. Um I've never really had a a mentor per se, you know, definitely learned from, from people along the way. Um, I feel like I've had a lot more, um, learning experiences from, from people that are not doing the right thing as mm-hmm. opposed to people that are doing the right thing. Yeah. So I feel like I've, I've learned a lot of my life lessons and experienced a lot of my growth through watching what not to do mm-hmm. as opposed to what to do. Um, not, not all my relationships, but, but some of them, uh, a, a good majority of them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I never really had anyone that I, like really, really looked up to. But um, you know, there were definitely some people on the way that that kind of you know played a part, probably, in me you know finding more and more like internal drive and, and motivation to to continue um, improving myself and, and growing, and um, and yeah, the martial arts. You know, it's, it's funny. Like when I took karate, I actually hated. The uh, forms, I actually kind of like hated the the, <laughs> the tedious, disciplined right. stuff, and I eventually found myself in a place of like, you know what, dude? I just want to just want to punch people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my um, my training evolved. Right then, I went into you know MMA stuff and got into more Thai boxing, and jujitsu, and, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, how okay, so, and and then so while that's happening, um, so you do that for a while longer and then you find CrossFit,
1: yeah, yeah. So I was training for a Muay Thai fight, so I'd done uh, I'd done two two amateur Muay Thai fights, and it's funny. So I mentioned before that I, you know, really wanted to punch people in the face, you know, and um, so doing the Muay Thai training, which was which was awesome, having two fights was such a cool experience, but I learned pretty quickly that I love. Hitting other people, but I don't like getting hit back, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so, you know, I had fun with it, but I realized, you know, like, you know what, this is this is not for me. But in the process of training, you know, looking to build my endurance, my my fighting conditioning, and that kind of thing, I was introduced to CrossFit and found that, and that was cool because there's no contact, you know. And but it still had that really competitive, high intensity element. That you know, I guess at the time of my life, I I just really grabbed onto it and I was like, "This is awesome," you know. And it definitely, I think, for a lot of people, it becomes an addiction. You know, and there's a very, you know, it's very community oriented. And um, what's great about CrossFit too is that there's so many ways to track progress. There's there's always something yeah. to build on, get better at, improve a lift, a movement, a skill. So, yeah, it was um, it was great fun, uh, you know, and I definitely ran with the CrossFit for a couple of years.
0: So there's a couple questions that strike me, and let's take a step back from the CrossFit one real quick. But so, you know, while you mentioned, you know, you have, you know, a bit of aggression, you want to get out, you want to punch people, you're obviously, there's, there's a lot of, you know, stuff you're probably still dealing with, um, you know, as you're finding your way, you're now getting fit. Did the thought of ever going to the military and trying to do like a special forces training come into your mind? Like, Hey man, I could probably do that. And looking at your stuff, there's no question that I don't, you know, I don't know. We haven't talked about your mental game, but part of your physical game involves your mental game and the way you've been able to evolve and push through a lot of these boundaries. So I'm wondering if you ever had considered any, any type of military service.
1: You know, I didn't actually, I've always been, uh, seem like a badass
0: soldier, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thank you. You know, I've I've had a couple people say that to me over the years. Yeah. Um and I've always really appreciated that and felt good about that. Um Yeah, yeah I don't know, man, I, just, I, to be honest, I felt a little bit just just terrified to, to do that and and fight and so it's always something that just never really just entered the radar for me. All
0: right. The next question I had is you didn't just take the martial arts, you know, like you said, you you started to get to a level where you were actually having some fights. And then with CrossFit, you know, you're not the guy in there that's mailing it in. I assume you were the best guy in your gym. And then you, I don't know if you competed in the regional games. We, we can get to that in a second, but there's a theme here, which is you have incredible drive. Where, where does that come from? How do you, how do you, again, let's just say I'm average Joe and, and I, I see your, your training on Instagram, and I'm like, okay, well, shit, I could never be there? But how do I get to a baseline of where Jay is? So, what could you share in terms of where do you get your drive? What motivates you?
1: Yeah, that's that's a tough one for me. I've been asked that question a few times, and I don't I feel like I don't have like the greatest answer for people, you know. Um, I do feel like, um, You know, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of attack my life the way I attacked, you know, drugs and alcohol. You know, I kind of have an addictive Mm -hmm. personality and kind of intensity um, about things that I like and that make me feel good, you know. So I feel like, you know, I I would go, you know, to to pretty far lengths to, to get high and drink and do drugs. And, you know, so I feel like, I was able to kind of shift that energy, um, and that thought process, mm-hmm. and that drive mm-hmm. to to positive things, right. you know, in, in my right. training. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like once once I started to realize, like, oh wait, I, I'm kind of good at this, or
0: yeah,
1: you know, it's kind of like took off and just there's this this beast inside me. I feel like you know that just I don't know, man. It just it just goes and goes and goes, and I definitely hit a point. I don't remember exactly when where. I just like crossed into like another dimension, you know, <laughs> where I was just like on fire, you know, and I still have that today where well, I'm just, yeah. I don't know, I'm just so driven just to crush it, man. And, and, you know, realizing that, you know, I only got one shot at life, you know, and I've been given a really good life, you know, and yeah. I feel like I have a responsibility to myself and the people that maybe are watching me on social media to, to just like go after it, you know?
0: Right. and again, i I do think that that's where the mental mindset comes into, and that's you know being and and coming from a positive place and staying positive. And you know, I think your your videos are inspiring to people. Um I think they're awe inspiring, and I think I think we can all take away our own um hey, I might not be able to do that one, but I can kind of do that one, and that makes people feel good. Um, but yeah, but definitely there, you know, there are those barriers that you've had to break through and push through, um, from a physical standpoint. And then just, you know, eventually it becomes a mind game to say, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lift this weight. I'm going to do this exercise and such. So, um, yeah, I I know the, (laughs) I, I know we haven't seen your limitations yet, which is insane. Um, so let's, let's get back to the CrossFit thing. So again, I'm, I'm assuming you were the best in your gym. Did you ever compete at a regional level? Did you get to the regionals? No,
1: you know what? I, I I don't even know if I was the best in my gym. You know, I feel like I'm not trying to, that's impossible short. You know, I I definitely was good at a bunch of things. I was definitely well-rounded in CrossFit, but, um, I don't know. I feel like there was a certain level. Like I feel like to be an elite, crossfit athlete or regionals crossfit athlete like you have to have a bit of a an on-off switch you know like you got to be you got to be willing to pretty much die (laughs) in in every workout and i don't know i I, there were times i was able to tap into some of that and, and do well and be you know maybe one of the best um but i think at the end of the day especially as i got older and i've uh, I started to lose this, like, this, this, this intensity, right. um, to just, like, kill myself.
0: <laughs> right, no, you are right, um, you really gotta want it to do that, and it sounds like yeah, that wasn't your I, I don't know, I just didn't have that.
1: Yeah. I just feel like I, yeah. I got to a point where I was like, I just didn't have that, that want. Yeah. And so, I, um, yeah, I never made it to, to any, really, any high level, so.
0: And, but then there was a situation, correct, that this was, at the end of a workout, you, you had a situation, or was this a competition? You had.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a competition. It was an in-house competition, so the, it was all the all the gym members at my gym, and we uh, had a comp, and I trained really hard for it, and I was fortunate enough to win the competition. And after the competition, it just didn't feel well. I was feeling really weird, and I couldn't understand it, and I remember telling people, like, I don't feel right, and, you know, I definitely, you know, put everything on the line of that competition, so I thought, you know, I'm probably just, right. just dehydrated, right. maybe I need fluids or something, and...
0: Totally natural to be un- feeling the way you were feeling, right?
1: Yeah, and then, you know, just unfortunately, um, I never recovered from the competition, and, you know, two weeks later, I dropped about 15 pounds, and... You know, I was uh, urinating like 30 times a day and, um, and then started to kind of lose my vision, uh, became disoriented, and that's when I was like, okay, I think I need to go to the hospital. And But this is two you know, weeks drove myself later. To the emergency, drove myself to the emergency room and uh, I diagnosed with type 1 diabetes.
0: And, and are you sort of sitting there in shock going how is that even possible, and what is type 1 diabetes? I mean, what is going through your
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I had no idea what it was. I'm the healthiest it was guy very... in the world.
0: Yeah, what? what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew it was a really serious disease. I didn't really know the difference between type 1 and type 2. Uh, yeah, there was, I was terrified at first. Yeah, definitely was like crying, and was just like, holy way, yeah. what is going to happen to me?
0: Right. And so what are your first thoughts? So now, you know, here you are, you've you've overcame some adversity from substance and 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 you've got to the to where you've just now worked yourself to this, you know, fitness level where you're you know, you're you know, excelling in your in your in your CrossFit box and and now this happens, so you know, here you go back down the other side of that hill once again. Are you thinking like, Jesus, like what's next? Or are you is it not even really like that or is it okay, how do I deal with this? I'm just going to take one step at a time. Like, what was going through your mind?
1: It was definitely, you know, left alone, I feel like my default would be and kind of was like kind of poor me, you know, at first. Um, I'm really fortunate that I'm surrounded by, you know, really amazing people that are incredibly positive positive. And, you know, one of those still being, being my mom, you know, really fortunate to have a very good relationship with my mother, who's just just an amazing human being. And and she's also, she's been a nurse her entire life. So I, I remember she came to the emergency room and she was like, hey, you know, you're probably not going to want to hear this. But like, she's like, you're the best possible person to have this disease. <laughs> she's like, you're you're, you're healthy. You, you know how to eat right. um you know, all these things, and you know what? And I couldn't, I couldn't deny it. I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And so pretty quickly, you know, I definitely had a, a period where I was like, man, this, this sucks. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's scary. But uh, I, got, I got through that. And then, yeah, it turned into uh, a very empowering thing. You know, once you kind of experience, and listen, there are worse things to have than type 1 diabetes right definitely you know but I did I did experience a little piece of like being in a hospital for you know a bunch of days not being able to see because my vision was so destroyed from high blood sugars and like having a completely life-changing experience and you know having the diagnosis of a a potentially life-threatening illness you know so I had that experience and you know, it was um it's it's eye opening. You know, right. it changes your life for sure. It changes not only obviously your physiological life, but it changes your your mind, the way you look at life and you know, just really quickly man, it just became yeah. an empowering thing for me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like I just used it as, as more fuel and it it definitely just turned me into this this more powerful, you know, person. You know, I could like feel that right. switch that I had internally
0: that's awesome taking that situation into and carrying it with you as, as a, as a motivator for, for those that, um, that are listening that, that may not be familiar and myself included. Um, can you give us just a cliff notes version of what, what does it mean to be a type one diabetic?
1: Sure. So just real quick, so type two diabetes. So yeah, I got that question a lot. How do you have diabetes? You're, you're so fit, you know, and most people, you know, and by by no one's fault. You know, think that you know diabetes is something from you know eating unhealthy and not taking care of yourself, which is um, type two diabetes. So type two diabetes is generally considered to be adult onset diabetes, which generally happens over time. You know, eating really unhealthy, eating high highly saturated food, you know, uh, high saturated fats, you know, all that kind of stuff, all the typical stuff that we that we know of, and um, it generally happens over a longer period of time. Uh, what happens is your body, the type 2 diabetic, uh, becomes insulin resistant. So your body can still use insulin, but it's your cells are resisting the insulin. So um, you, have, you definitely can have major, major complications and problems. Yeah. It could end your life. Um, type 1 diabetes once upon a time was called juvenile diabetes. So type one is the type that, um, people used to get as young, young kids. And, um, that there's no, there's no rhyme or reason, um, with with type one. It's generally thought to be a genetic thing. It's not because you ate bad food or Mm. you ate too much sugar. It's just something that, that happens. Um, as time has gone on, adults start getting it. So they don't they no longer call it juvenile diabetes, they call it type one diabetes. Um and so yeah, um my body as a type one diabetic, I don't I don't make any insulin whatsoever. So that's like kind of the difference between type one and type two on like a kind of a scientific level. Just really simple. Um and uh and yeah, so that's a little bit of a okay, a type one type two breakdown
0: so i I do have some questions one of my one of my good buddies is also type one, and and we do some training together and he, so this is for him um he wants to know <laughs> what uh what where you like to see your blood sugar levels at before training yeah
1: that's a that's a good one. Um, I generally like to have I need to have my blood sugars um above one fifty before starting any kind of workout. Um, otherwise I'm gonna just just plummet um and experience, you know, really low low sugar. So yeah, anything above one fifty, sometimes 170, 190, um because of the dramatic um, drop in blood sugar throughout the workouts.
0: Okay. Um and what else is he saying here? Um what are your A one C goals? And maybe you could explain what that is.
1: Yeah, so I don't I don't know like the exact scientific um thing behind A one C, but the A one C is like the main number for a diabetic. That um from what I understand um is the number that it kinda it can it can actually tell and trace back your blood sugars, your average blood sugar, uh for I think three to six months in the past. So that's kind of a, a common a common number that's thrown around and um in the diabetic world and you know an average person is in um, the fives as far as an a1c so without mm-hmm. diabetes um and so um you know over the years mine has gone up so i think my last one a year ago is in the low sevens which isn't isn't terrible um it's not perfect but i think as a as a diabetic as a type one my goal would be to be in the 60s or low 60s.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And then the last question on this topic. Um, so he wants to know what your go-to is uh, when your sugars crash.
1: Yeah, my go-to. I, I, I like to carry around fruit. You know, there's there's too much in, in the in the world of diabetics and especially in younger younger adults and and kids. There's too much of drinking juice boxes and just like. Yeah eating crappy food to get blood sugars up, which there are definitely times where you need to, if your blood sugars are real low, you need to get sugar in your body. Yeah, sometimes you got to sacrifice and eat something that's unhealthy to get that blood sugar up really quickly. But too many diabetics uh, live and like with that excuse. Like, because I'm low, I can just eat this crap, you know? Yeah. And so um, I like really try and, and keep a lot of fresh fruit around Um, that kind of thing. that's going to get the blood sugars up (sighs) just as fast and it's something that's healthy and actually has some nutritional value to it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I guess like my specific go-to would be like a banana. I generally always have like two bunches of bananas in the house just so I can kind of munch on those and I'm still being healthy. Okay.
0: But hold on, I got to hold you to this. So when you are (laughs) are going (laughs) to, what's the cheat thing? Like, you know. What is that thing that's bad? I mean, I know you're. You know, you probably have. I don't know. Your body fat's ridiculous. You probably know what it is. It's got to be what three? Am I, what, um, four? I, mean, I don't know. Man, uh, I got
1: tested like I got tested years ago, and it was like six. I think.
0: All right. Well, I'm. I'm claiming. So, uh, that's, it's been a while. Well, that's phenomenal but, but it looks like it's less than that but but what do you? life is about balance right so there's sure. forget the banana forget i get to your health guy but when you're gonna <laughs> when you when you need it in the fix and 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 you're driving and there's no you're not you know do, do you do you uh do you have a milkshake do you pull over and get a snicker bar like what 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 is that item hmm,
1: that's, you know what actually i tend to have like an emergency kind of thing I tend to, I don't use my cheat generally on, um, <laughs> on that. On like snacks to get yeah. the blood sugar up, but I'll have like Smarties, you know, something like that. It's like really fast acting. Sometimes I'll have like a yogurt, like kind of, you know, like one those like Yo Play, yeah. like tasty ones that aren't good for you. Yep, yep. Uh,. But yeah. So all right. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind. I'm kind of lame,
0: man. That's that's. that's <laughs> <all right>. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty angelic, but okay. Yeah. All right. I know. Anticlimactic. I know. It's cool. Um. So, I mean, all right. We're okay. So we were talking about the CrossFit thing, um, and you sort of peek there. You have this situation. Now you come back the other side. Um, you obviously continue your fitness, and now you have take me through the evolution. You have this fully developed program. That's actually, um, something that, that is available to, to what audiences, to what levels, who are you designing these, these, um, uh, you know, I don't even know how you describe them. These, you know, your workout programs,
1: workout programs. Yeah. Training programs. Um, yeah. So, I mean, um, I do have programs available for all levels. um, my most successful program has been more, it's an intermediate to advanced program. So it's interesting. Like you, I, I feel like a lot of people would see the amount of followers I have and, and think like, Oh, you're going to, um, you know, people are going to learn all that stuff and you gotta, you gotta make a beginner's program and, and stuff like that. So I, I made, a made a beginner's program. That's kind of like a, a, a sister program to my really successful one. And didn't really have any success with it. Um, so generally, I feel that a lot of my programs, I do design them from more of an intermediate
0: yeah.
1: level to advanced level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the journey to all this was, you know, after being diagnosed with diabetes, you know, I got back into training and started putting on, you know, some muscle again and um, getting strong again. And that's when I discovered Instagram, started an Instagram account, you know, started just posting my CrossFit stuff and uh, posting, like, my attempts at doing cool stuff because at the time, you know, I couldn't do any handstands. I couldn't do any of the stuff I was doing. You know, I definitely had some, you know, level of fitness for sure, but couldn't really do anything, but I was trying. And so I just kept posting stuff and, you know, sharing my story. And as time went on, I just started following, and, uh, you know, it turned into something that I never anticipated. And, <laughs> you know, we fast-forwarded it to... And even like the past year, you know, I've had people for years been like, "Yo, man, you gotta, you gotta capitalize on this Instagram thing. You gotta, you know, create a program." And I remember just being like, "I, I, I don't know. I just it took the right time. That was probably an excuse." Uh, but eventually, I just kind of like, "All right, I get, you know what? I gotta just get something out there. People, people like tr- the stuff that I'm doing. Like, I gotta yeah. create something for these guys that yeah. really, you know, just you know, push themselves and." Get stronger and faster, and then, so I just created something. Um, not even a year ago, it was but last April, and I put it out there, and it was just incredibly successful. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So, um, right, now, yeah, right now I'm in the, in the in the process of building building my next program.
0: Yeah, I think, and I, I want to come back to some of the specifics of your program because I think there's probably a lot of people that are listening that would like to learn you know, again, we talked a little bit earlier about what maybe a week that you prefer looks like, but maybe you give some specifics, but you know, as it relates to your Instagram growth and your YouTube channel as well, right? I mean, you, that's, you've got
1: tons. No, no, I don't, I don't have a YouTube. I oh. just, oh, is it, just can, have an Instagram.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I feel like I found you on YouTube somewhere. No? No. Um, I don't think so. Huh. You might check that out. <laughs> maybe. maybe you have a I mean, I, I think there are like compilation
1: videos of me on YouTube. Okay. Well, and I think
0: those also have a right. lot of views, by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think some of some them have gotten up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, But so, you know, the Instagram growth is obviously super organic. And I think that that's sort of a testament to how you are approaching everything in your life. You know, you've kind of been an open book. Um, and, and like you said, you were showing pictures of yourself early. If you look some of that early Instagram stuff, like sort of like the, the before and afters. And it's really remarkable and i just think people really that really resonates with people in terms of like you're just hey here's me doing this thing um you're not being um a capitalist you're not being an opportunist um and and i think you're you're now looking at the ability to um be a positive force in someone's life by doing these developed programs that you've got out there um and you've never really capitalized on that sort of Instagram success that you have. And I, again, I just, I dig that, man. I, I, you're, I think it's just, you're doing it for the pure reason. Um, and it resonates. And I think re- people really appreciate that. Um, so, you know, another question that that sort of begs asking, you know, what do you do for your, your day job? Is it, are you, are you doing, are you successful enough with your programs now where that's sustaining you and you've, you've, or do you have some guys that have jumped on as, um, you know, sponsoring you in terms of your your fitness endeavors, or, or what is that?
1: So I've been I've been a personal trainer since uh, I think, oh, right around oh eight, right. Um, right. You know, certified trainer. So I've been doing one on one training for for a pretty long time now, and that's still I can still say that that's my main business. So I definitely um, you know have a fairly busy one on one training schedule. Um, I do train out of the gym, and I also have um, in-home in training business, um, as well. So that, that is usually my, my main, my main gig. Um, I've also been fortunate to, to pick up a great, uh, sponsorship from my supplement company, Performix. And so that is, you know, keeping, keeping me afloat. They take care of me and, uh, and then the programs. Yeah. You know, I'm not fully sustained on the programs yet, but, um, Yes, It's amazing. It's, it's looking like it's, that might, might happen, you know? Um, Yeah. Especially with the, with the release of the new program.
0: That's awesome. So do you want to give us an example of what someone might find at an intermediate level in terms of a a workout program? Just a, you know, no secrets, but just a, a a broad brush outline.
1: Yeah. So, so my new program coming out, it's called, called the functional method. Um, my, my, my whole, you know, feeling and, and drive behind this program is just creating something that is, is functional, that is cool, that is fun, um, um, that is going to keep you healthy, keep you feeling good, not totally crushing your soul every workout and, um, and making it just like as well-rounded as possible. And like, what I mean by that is, having the functional movement, having the kettlebell movements, kettlebell complexes, having some like bodybuilding style workouts to build muscle, to really, uh, get that physique that people are looking for. Um, and, you know, and then having, you know, the mobility workouts built in, to, for longevity and just for, you know, opening up. And, um, and so I really, it just, you know, I kind of described the program early on in our, in our conversation, you know, but, um, yeah, the program, I just feel like it's just like the most well-rounded thing out there right now. And Do you talk um, at all
0: about diet in the program, or is that not part of your focus?
1: So I do have a, a seven-day meal guide that's going to be included with the new program oh, that's cool. going to, you know, full ma- you know, macronutrient breakdown, so people will you know, get a good feel for like what a good, solid day of healthy eating is like. Um, so yeah, so that, that will be available. So there's some, some nutritional guidance as well.
0: That's awesome. Um, okay. So, you know, we've, we've sort of talked about, you know, this, your rise and your story and, in the, you know, your mindset and your intensity. So let's, let's dial it back. Um, and let's, let's talk about the opposite thing. So do you... You know, what do you do in downtime? Do you do you practice a meditation? Do you do a yoga? Do you, you know, what what does the calmer side of Jay look like? Or is,
1: so I, um, or, is,
0: or is that the guy that still wants to punch people in the face?
1: No, no, definitely not. That guy left me many, many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely, you know, I work a lot, you know, so I'm definitely... I'm grinding probably a little bit too much sometimes, you know, as far as, you know, work, work goes, you know, there's just always something to do, there's always a video to edit, or, you know, there's always something I'm creating, Um, but beyond that, man, like, I love music, so I actually just bought, I've always wanted to play the bass guitar, Uh so I actually just bought a bass guitar for myself for Christmas, and I've just been, you know, spending some time each day, just kind of learning some new songs, like, I just learned uh, one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs, Money, Yes, on the bass. Good so, yeah, good But yeah, you know like stuff like that, man. Like I find uh, a lot of peace and just uh, mindfulness or um, detachment from from the hustle and bustle through you know through music and listening to music, playing music. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, as far as meditation goes, I wouldn't say I have like a designated like regimented meditation routine, but yeah, you know, I, I do. You know, I do pray a lot. You know, I'm I'm definitely into praying and and having that. Um a kind of constant mindfulness throughout the day uh, of of gratitude, you know being grateful for my life and um saying thank you you know to whatever is out there uh yeah. for for all the gifts I've been given and um yeah i tend to I tend to look at meditation as uh, an all day thing as opposed to like maybe i mean what people might think of like uh sit down for ten minutes and, in silence, you know I tend to not. Yeah. Practiced it in that fashion, um, so, so yeah, you know, I, I definitely try to, you know, keep keep a good positive connection with the universe, and um, you know, keep growing spiritually. You know, keep learning about you know the faults that I have as a as a human being, and um, in my relationships, and, and then trying to improve those, and you know, ultimately just be be the best human being that I could possibly be. You know, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's right. I mean, I think that's um, my next question was sort of going to be, you know, what, what, and you partly answered it, but what is your end game with all of this? And it sounds like from a, from a personal level, you're sort of answering that, which is to, to sort of achieve your, your own personal greatness and be the best you can be and help others. And is, is there a, is there a professional goal with this? I mean, do you want to be, you know, like Bob Harper. Do you want know to I mean what? Do you, uh, <laughs> t- you know, what what um, what you, what yeah. is? Do you have a a, a yearning for a, a a spotlight opportunity, or do you like sort of your 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 lot in the world on Instagram, kind of doing your program and like wh- have have you thought about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think about it. You know, I definitely have. You know, there's definitely things that pop in my head, and I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool to. To have, you know, there's definitely, I feel like, this natural, like, you know, part of me, like, small, it's not kind of a small part that, like, wants to, like, be be more famous or, you know, whatever, be, be known. But, you know, I, I definitely, you know, as far as, like, my profession goes, my professional life, you know, I, yeah, I would love to, to really, to, to be known as, as, as one of the best, you know, that's, uh, that's out there. And, um, yeah, you know, I think, yeah. um, you know, other than that, you know, it's, it can be tricky being a personal trainer and kind of working for yourself. Um, you know, as far as like, you know, health benefits and you know, retirements and all that stuff. So yeah, I think, you know, trying to figure out a way to really, um, make as much income as I possibly can and be able to, yeah. you know, provide for my family and do, do awesome things for my family and, and just, uh, well yeah, is, so I don't really have any any like set things, you know. I'm kind of just I'm just like going with the flow, man, and just, just seeing what's gonna happen. Well, you
0: know? yeah, listen, and that meth that method has served you well thus far. But I mean, you know, I I was telling you before I had a, a brand called Athletic Recon when we were talking offline, but mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be a guy who would approach and snatch up in a heartbeat um oh, thank you. from an apparel or a footwear side. So I mean, I gotta imagine, you know hopefully as as a result of maybe some of the awareness on this podcast and your growing feed that that that's going to happen for you cuz it's ridiculous that um although you have one fantastic um supporter at this point um you should have multiple i mean there's just there's there's no question so uh, i
1: really appreciate
0: that yeah, yeah, thank you yeah dude um well listen i i think we've we've covered a, a host of subjects and um you know listen i am it's been a pleasure speaking with you today i am totally a fan of yours. I, I aspire to do a muscle up one day. Yeah, <laughs> I, man. You, know, you know, I see you doing one armed, isolated muscle ups on the rings and I just, <laughs> Oh man. But if I could just do a muscle up someday. So, so you've, you've, you know, you've, you've made an impact on me. I've got my goals. Um, good, it's going to be awesome to see you continue to push the envelope, um, with your fitness and your, your ingenuity with your, um, your movements and, uh so uh, where can people, we, we've talked a little bit about it, but let's be specific. If someone wants to talk to you about a sponsorship opportunity or wants to follow you on Instagram or get a hold of you, you, go ahead and, and, and you know, uh, what are those plugs?
1: Sure, yeah. So my Instagram, I think we, we've mentioned it, but my Instagram is jtm underscore fit. Uh, people can always contact me there or DM me there. Uh, also, my email, which is the best way to contact, is jay at jtmfit.com uh, and as far as the, the new program the new program is coming out in March and, and it is called The Functional Method so people will be able to it add its own domain it's going to have its own page so people will be able to search uh, The Functional Method and it's going to come up and it's going to be awesome
0: awesome man oh and, and let me do mine before we end the show so guys um, I am a Instagram neophyte so uh, I switched over a handle. Uh, my new Instagram handle is brevitycode show. So at Brevity Code show, please check that out. Or obviously, the website has remained the same, which is uh, brevitycode dot uh, com. So uh, I think we are all set, Jay. Again, thank you so much for being oh, on the show today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, keep Likewise. up the great work, dude. And um, I'll look forward to seeing more videos from you real soon. Sounds great, right. Thanks so much. All right, man. Cheers.